Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 11-2 on the fan. I love it. Tiki and Tierney show. So, uh, take, I, want, I want to get this get this on the, uh, on the table here today, okay? I think the best thing about Cohen... Get a little Mets baseball here. Uh, I got something on Judge after as well. But right now for the Mets, the best thing about Stevie Cohen, well, there's two things. Number mm-hmm. one, he's truly a Mets fan. And 1A, or you can flip those, he's got more money than anybody that we know. Yep. So he can do whatever he wants. They're creating rules to, uh, you know, to to try to stifle his his wealth. He just circumvents it by saying, that's fine. Here's another check, another right. check, another check, another it's check. just money. If you're just going to... Charge me money. That means nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Could always make it back. Exactly. Okay. So there's nothing bad about Stevie Cohen yet at all. Uh, he's been aggressive. He's connected to the hearts of Met fans. He has righted some wrongs. You know, numbers that weren't retired. Things that needed to be done at City Field. The Tom Seaver statue. Outside of winning a World Series, Grand Slam home run since day one for Stevie Cohen. We yep. agree. Yep. Okay. Uh, and and I think it's going to remain that way, hopefully for a long time. I think he's going to be great here. Now, eventually, you have to win a championship, or or the edict from two years ago becomes stale, and eventually it's, it's repurposed mm-hmm. and it resurfaces and it's held against you. That's not happening anytime soon. Met fans are enthralled with their owner; they should be. But as I look at Steven, I, I genuinely don't know if I'm stating or asking. So I'm, I'm going to actually ask this: Is there? Even the slightest concern on your part that he might, at the end of the day, be too much of a fan? No, because I think that Steve Cohen looks at baseball as a as a business. I know he I know he is a fan, but I think ultimately it's his businessman instincts are what what rules rules that rules the day for him. And so, for instance. If we need to upgrade X position because we were good last year but not quite good enough and it's just going to cost me money and it's not punitive, why would I not do that? Right? And so I think in his mind, yes, it's fandom-based. It's listening to what fans say, but it's not always listening to what fans say. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not. let's go get J.D. Martinez at the trade deadline, whatever whatever the circumstance we were making up last year that they needed because they needed a big bat. Like, he's not doing those things, but he is doing contemplative things. Like, all right, let's make a calculated risk when it costs us, but let's make a calculated risk on bringing in a, a two-time Cy Young winner. And you did that with Scherzer, and then it's like, all right, that was good. It just wasn't quite good enough because DeGrom let us down. But all right, let's make another calculated risk and spend a lot of money 
and bringing in the most recent Cy Young winner, Justin Verlander. And it's the shortest. It's a short-term deal. It, it, it's not. It's not. It's not crippling you five years from now, but it is giving you a real chance to win right now. So I think, yes, he's a fan and he does the things that you know fans love. But it's also, it's. I think it's very, like, business savvy mm-hmm. as opposed to emotional. Emotional, yeah. yeah it's it's, not, it hasn't been emotional. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I don't necessarily think that it's going to become emotional, but the one thing that you have to incorporate in, in the evaluation of Cohen so far, mm-hmm. and it's all all positive, is that he hasn't had any adversity yet. And when highly successful people are, are faced with adversity, yeah. and I'm not, just in general, as a general principle, generally they tend to try to do things um, maybe take on more than they should. But let me let me ask, well, like, what adversity could come? Well, I'll tell you. Just baseball adversity. Yeah, yeah, that's what Think I mean. That, that's, yeah. that's it. Think about where the Mets were. Mets won 101 games last year, second most in franchise history yeah. outside of the 108 with the 86 Mets. Great. By all accounts, incredibly enjoyable, awesome season. I know it ended the way, didn't end the way Mets fans wanted, but it was really six fun months. Crazy comebacks in Philly. Mm-hmm. I mean, walk-offs, sublime pitching, by sick catches by Nimmo and center against the Dodgers. Like, it really was a good season. Fun, it right? It was fun. Mets feel like they're back. That was last year. But then the way the season ended down in Atlanta, and then with the Padres, out with a whimper. Um, if If things are not quite as... Humming, if they're not humming as quickly as we think that they should this year, yeah, that could be the first little infiltration of adversity. Now that could happen to anybody. It happened to George back in the day. I mean, there were even the Yankees at their apex with the with the dynasty. Not every season you started twenty five and five. You just didn't. Uh, one of the worlds here. I think that would have been the ninety nine season or you know that may have been two thousand ninety nine or two thousand. Uh, the Yankees just languished in September. They had an abysmal September. I remember sitting there saying, no, they're not going to win the World Series. <laughs> they looked awful. Um, so a, a temporary setback does not mean that you're doomed to to fail for the season. But everything has been positive. Met fans are pumped. Tickets are out, you know, are, are, are going like hotcakes. The new scoreboard, the players that you want, there's just a great vibe. Eventually that vibe's going to be compromised a bit because uh, that's just the ebb and flow of baseball. And when it is... Will he try to do too much? I, you know, I don't. I don't see it because I see him consistently populating his roster with stars. All right? Think about what we talk about regarding um, the the Yankees. Right? Who who are you going to see for the Yankees? It was it was Judge. Mm-hmm. Right? I guess Rizzo. He's now signed a you know a short term deal, short ish, longish, whatever term deal. Perfect for him. He's a perfect Yankee, right? He fits, he fits the role. He's going to be better this year, too, without I, that shift. Agreed. So, you know they shifted him 82% of the time a year ago? 82% wow, percent of the time. But he, he he became a guy that I liked watching. Yeah, he feels like a Yankee. Yeah, so so it's like, okay, I want to see Judge. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, I like Rizzo. I like, you know, the Rizzo, as we yeah, used to call him. him. A couple guys on the on the, on the the hill that you want to go see. Yep, Nasty Garrett. Exactly. Yep. So, but Stevie Cohen, it's like he's populating this team and he's paying guys like McNeil uh, eventually. As I just, I was just reading how he's going to allow um, Sandy to, uh, not Sandy, um, Epler to handle the Pete Alonso, Pete Alonso extension. extension. As he so, yeah, I want to go see if I, if I'm a Mets fan, I want to go see the Jeff McNeil. I want to go see Pete Alonso. I kind of really like watching Francisco Lindor. And now you got these two aces on the on the on the hill that are you know. 
I think, league-wide icons. Not to mention a Japanese pitcher who's and, got and, some real and, intrigue and here. Sango so that, that walk-up gate on with when Sanga pitches is going to be something. Yep, with his fork ball. Yeah. His uh, ghost. What did he call it? It's Peter, a ghost ball. What did, what, did, what did Pete Alonso call it? Ghost Well, they, ghost, they, 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 ghost, uh, they ghost, uh, ghost something. I can't well, remember. Ghost fork ball, right? Well, because they asked him, what's it like? He's like, I don't know. I honestly couldn't see it. I, I don't really know the shape of it. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, but point being, they've got people that you want to go see. Yeah. The, and the Mets are going to be good this and, year. And I think, you know, and then just wait for Francisco Alvarez to come up. But things are good now. That's not my point. Yeah. I, this is not about but to I illuminate think, but, the good but, but, of the Mets because there's my, a ton. But here, I, the reason I say that is that I feel like that's intentional. Like, he's putting on a show. Like he, I think he knows he's putting on a show. It's why you go get the reigning Cy Young award winner in Verlander. It's why you bring in Max Scherzer. It's why, even if you consider it an overpay, you overpay for Francisco Lindor because it's it's about the show, right? And those guys are going to help you win because they're just really good baseball players. But he, I think he's always going to be about the show. And not that he's, you know, taking lessons from Broadway, but Broadway in New York, you're, you're – you have a, a Tony Award winner, right? You have this this or potential Tony because they haven't won it yet. Potential Tony Award winner It starts to get a little bit stale. People have seen it every now and then. You know what? You go bring in Idris Elba to play some role on. Yeah, it, or you right? slap red uh, boots on Tiki. You say, exactly. "Come on, Tiki, let's go." Bud. Exactly. I know. I know <laughs> what that what was. Got. Dude, I know what that was all about. It was great for me. So you should have seen him in. Uh, you should have seen Tiki on Broadway. Yeah, Kiki Boo too. Oh fun. my God, was awesome. But I get it. Like they needed a little. I still injection. can't believe you did that. They needed a little injection of something before they closed six months later, five yeah, yeah, months yeah, I later. Know what you're so what? They, hey, Teak, you want to come do it for four, uh, a month and a half? Yeah. Sure. Well, Pam sure. Anderson was in Chicago. That's right. No, no, I, I so know what they do. I they do you. those things, I and I think you. Stevie Cohen is always going to do that. But there's always. not a scoreboard on Broadway. There's a perception on when a show gets a little stale. Yeah. That is subjective. I mean, not that it can't be felt. For the most part, or, in unison. Or the same people have watched it so many times. They're like, all right, I don't need to watch it. How many times do you see a Lion King? No, I, exactly. Yeah. But there, there's not literally a scoreboard outside of on the overhang on the marquee that says, you know, uh, you know, when Cats used to play, yeah. you know, Cats 112, uh, <laughs> Phantom of the Opera 97. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. It's you're a right. little different. Yeah. And, you know, what I find interesting, and it might not become this, the Mets might win the World Series this year, and it only is amplified. But for a man who has rightfully been universally lauded by every Met fan, what happens at the first sign of friction? And there's going to be friction. Number one, it's New York. Number two, it's baseball. Mm-hmm. And baseball's hard, and it's a long, laborious season. I, 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 I wonder when somebody who is that used to winning at everything in life, I wonder the first real prolonged sign of tension if he may be you know what? I know I got my baseball advisor. Screw that. I'm go- I'm doing this. Yeah, overreact. Like, is he going to have a little George in him? We always try to create this, mm. this Steinbrenner-Cohen thread, which I think is ridiculous because I think Cohen's more sensible, more, I don't know, but just different. And George was great, and George was awful. George was everything. Uh, I don't think he's going to be petulant and, and erratic like George. Mm-mm. But just because he doesn't present it outwardly doesn't mean it's not going to be burning inwardly which could force him at some point to do something he's not showing the signs of doing yet. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's all speculation, but right now I think that Stevie Cohen is handling first the media, well, first first social media when he first bought the team, then the roster and the hires with 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 Buck and uh, uh, not Buck, um, yeah, Buck and everybody else, and now the actual media, like. 
seeing him yesterday standing, or whenever that was, I guess it was Sunday, standing up on the dugout. I just, love it. It was it's old awesome, school. Man. It's old school. It was old school. Yeah, it was. And, and it was it's like, dude, that was an olden court. I, I Let's would, shoot I it. Would, I would love to just go just chat with you right right there. Uh-huh. Right? That That's cool. Not not a lot of I don't see, you ever owner, see Hal doing that. I don't see. I, I don't think I've ever seen Hal doing that ever. See Cashman doing. I don't think I've seen Hal. I don't see exactly. George did it back in the day. Exactly right. George would address the team like they were going out to war. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Joe's up in Westchester. What up, Joe? How are you today, sir? Hey, how you doing, guys? Can you hear me? All right. Yep, we got you. What's up, Joe? Hey, Joe. Hey, uh, first time calling into your show, and I, I it's a great show. Man. I appreciate so, you. Uh, I've called into a lot of others, but it's the first time I'm calling you guys. I, I agree with Tiki on Cohen and um, that he that his fandom will not warp his judgment. And I think the perfect example of that is that is the way he handles Correa. Because yeah. for him to walk away, if he was a true fan and he was just wearing his fan hat, he would have said, no, no, I don't care. I want this guy at all costs. I would have loved to have him in the lineup. But the fact that he walked away from him shows that I don't think he's going to make stupid decisions. But now, that's a good point, Joe. That's actually a really good point. But that's also rooted purely in finance. Uh, and that's something I don't think he'll ever mess up. Not that he's going to be, well, he's not going to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. But to me, that's a layup for him because he's a man of numbers. I'm talking about, you know, we. I'm, I'm just making up a situation where we're scuffling. We've got two stud prospects who are two years, not Alvarez, not, not, not those kids. Maybe the next wave of Mets young stars, right? Uh, hey, we're in a mess, and, and let's make a short-sighted move to stabilize yeah. now. I mean stuff like that. You talking about holding the guys down? Yeah, uh, no, Alvarez no, like, hey, I'm going to trade my, 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 I don't know, my switch-hitting center field future Griffey uh, <laughs> for a third starter because there were three and a half games out of the wild card in, in July of 2026. I mean, I'm just making up situations. But no, I you don't, know what? yeah, go ahead. I don't think he's going to do that because when I read things about him when he was first taken over the team, he said that he wanted to build from the farm system, kind of like the Astros and the Braves have mm-hmm. done. But he's going to sign free agents to bridge the gap. I understand so that, I but he has yet. But Joe, plan. but Joe, he's yet to be. I, I get that, but he's yet to be criticized, and he hasn't earned any criticism. But when the criticism comes, and it will come, I'm curious how he reacts. I, I what I'm saying is this, Joe. I think, thanks for the call, buddy. I think there's another side of Steve Cohen that he hasn't yet showed us. Which, and what could that be? I, I don't know. Uh, I, but I, I think it's a very interesting. I don't think it's reckless. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's sloppy. Um, I'm not even intimating anything bad. But I think it's far more aggressive than, like, I think he's he's got the ability and a, and a penchant to be aggressive when he needs. You don't get to where he is without being calculated, yeah. brilliant, and aggressive. And when things are good, you don't need to be incredibly aggressive. Yeah. When things go awry, and they will because it's here and it's baseball, that's all I'm saying. I find it very interesting to see how he's wired. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we've seen the entire Steve Cohen. You know, He took over a mess. Nobody liked the Wilpons at this point. The stadium had, it was more like the Brooklyn yeah, Dodgers. It was almost, it was almost yeah. easy. Yes. Yeah, right? Because you were you were just not the Wilpons. <laughs> it's not. This is a horrendous comparison, and it's not even – just to make a point. It had nothing to do with – when when um, Adam Silver took over for David uh, David Stern, mm-hmm. and he fired Donald Sterling, it was easy. That was the easiest move in the world. This guy is a racist. This guy is on audio file. You're gone. Yeah. But it created immediate equity, even though it was the absolute right, no nothing to discuss move. I don't think it really would have mattered who took over the Mets after the Wilpons. You were going to be. 
universally loved. <laughs> and now, you might not sustain that. Like, say if somebody else bought the Mets a couple of years ago and they were they had a payroll of 165, there'd be an expiration date on that. And that would, yeah. So Cohen, to his credit, has already extended the window longer than maybe others would have. But it's not a window that, that never closes. Eventually, there will be some criticism. Name an owner in this town. Even the Maras at the end. I mean, think about this. Yeah. What owners in this city? You don't. You don't. You don't avoid it. No. You don't avoid it. I mean, Dolan's got more critics than fans. Uh, Will Ponds, they they were detested for a long time. Uh, George Steinbrenner, equal parts amazing and awful. His son is. We're a little bit more benign because he doesn't have that personality, but nobody loves Hal, <laughs> and he certainly gets criticism. We might respect him with certain things. But he gets a lot of shrapnel on sports radio. Do this, do that, spend this, spend that. Why is Boone back? Why is Cash been back? I mean, think about Woody Johnson gets pummeled every day. Even Mara. Think about when Tom Coughlin walked off the stage and just stared at him. Like the, the yeah. disconnect there. Yeah. Like so. Well, that was probably the beginning of it. That, yeah. I, I, yes. 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 Yeah. And the Maras are as close as you can get to full fledged reverence. Yeah. With there's no there's without reproach. You just kind of you don't question them. You don't until that that little that they started to just a little bit when you go through three coaches and whatever it was four years. Mm-hmm. Hey, so you're a big Mets fan. What do you think? You think there's another side to Cohen that eventually uh, that eventually you know is uh, un- unleashed on us here? I- I'm curious to see, and I don't mean like firing Buck and bringing him back like the old Billy Martin stuff, but there's a side to to Steve that we have not yet seen. You're a Mets fan. What do you think? See, for me, I think I kind of trust in Stevie right now just because, you know, he's he's a little bit older. I mean, he's he's in his 60s. He's been there, done that in terms of, like, having a big-time money business mm-hmm. and being very involved. And I know a few people that work with him, so I kind of can see how he could get a little too, you know, in the business sometimes. Uh-huh. But I, I don't think he's going to make any of those ra- – <laughs> Like hard petulant, to, uh, rash decisions, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. blunt kind of like, all right, Billy, you know, we lost five in a row. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I don't think he's going to do that. But at the same time, there is a small th- – I'd be lying if I didn't say that. There's a small piece of me that doesn't look at things like when Steven Matz leaves, going out and getting Scherzer. When you get spited on a certain deal, you're going and doing something ten times mm-hmm. you know, bigger. I would be lying if I didn't say that if somebody wasn't there to check him, that I wouldn't be terrified he would, he, he would do something even crazy. Okay. All right. 877 337 and Tierney on the fan. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll keep going with the Cohen stuff for a little bit. Obviously, the uh, the Daniel Jones conversation from the first hour. We've got Yankee tickets coming up next hour and also a chance to, to qualify for our grand prize trip to go down there. And watch the Bombers for a couple of days and hang out in Tampa, uh, airfare, hotel, all that stuff as the uh, baseball season 37 days away from opening day. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile 
phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. So, is Stevie Cohen in the early stages of taking on a much more active role with the Mets? Uh, that's what we're talking about. It kind of seems that way. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it, it could become an issue, in my opinion. Mm. I don't know if people will agree. Uh, let's get Nick in Huntington. What's going on, Nick? How are you? Good, man. How you doing? Good. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to chime in a little bit about the Cohen thing. I, you know, one of you guys made a remark a few minutes ago about how we've seen a lot of like business-like decisions um, on his behalf. But I think like the Scherzer signing was pretty much. I mean, if you remember, Stephen Matz's agent, you know, did something, yanked him out of the conversation, and Cohen literally tweeted, you know, he was like, I- "I've never seen such unprofessional behavior." So I think there's a degree of like super fan emotion behind some of his decisions. But I do also agree that he hasn't really seen the adversity yet. And I do think that that there is a possibility, and as a Mets fan, I think there's a possibility that he could turn around and do and do a little too much in the face of adversity. Um, that being said, I, you know, I didn't like what the one caller said earlier about like you know Correa. Obviously, that's a sensitive topic, but you know, either way, the Mets were going to get Mets fans and the Mets. They were going to get chewed out for Correa because they were going to overpay. Look, every free agent pretty much got overpaid this offseason. It was an inflated market. Yeah. I mean, every free agent always gets overpaid in regardless of the sport. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I think that was a little bit ridiculous. Either way, we were going to get bagged on for that kind of thing. So, you know, I don't think that Cohen has faced the adversity yet, but I also do think that he's capable of making the right gut decisions for the team. Because even look, even though Scherzer kind of you know he flopped in the playoffs, there's no, no question about that. He, uh, you know, that that was still like pretty much the next best thing to do after you know Stephen Matz walks away from a potential you know reunification with the Mets. So I, you know, I, I just don't agree with the narrative that that Cohen is just not like doing the right things or he hasn't done the right things. But I also, like I said, I also agree that you know he hasn't seen the real adversity. I also want to believe that there's other sides that we haven't seen the full uh, Cohen yet. I well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, and by the way, the, the narrative that you alluded to that he's not doing the right thing, that is not a narrative that I've heard at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, he's done pretty much everything right. You know, even the Correa stuff, I think most sensible Met fans were like, 
man, that's we're not the only team whose whose medical team didn't like what they saw. Why should we be the team to take a jump? I mean, for that kind of money, for that kind of length, I don't think. Uh, well, certainly, Met fans envisioned a lineup with Correa, and when the news broke and got pumped, I don't think anybody really held the grudge against or, or does hold the grudge against Cohen for the pivot. Uh, I think he had to do that. Matt's on Long Island. What's up, Matty? Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, big fan of you guys' show. Um, one thing, Brandon, though, you said you think the criticism is definitely coming for Stevie Cohen at some point, and the previous call was just saying he's going to face adversity. Like, what? What kind of adversity would make Met fans turn on him? I mean, the guy has done basically everything we ever wanted. I yep. mean, I, I think we got to win a World Series, Matt. We... Matt, 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 Matt. You got to win a World no, Series, no, no. Matt. Listen, I, I, That's I, it. I get it. That's he, all I'm he, saying. He, 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 he put that three to five year window. But what I'm saying is, if they don't win the World Series in that time, of course the writers and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, you know, bag on him because he gave that window. But I mean. What he said yesterday is you just have to put people in the position to succeed. I mean, he's come in. He's brought in all the guys. I mean, we forget the days of having Eric Campbell and Gary Matthews Jr. hitting 3-4 in the lineup, you know? Um, and, yeah, but, but, I mean, but Matt, they, that, only they, get, they, Matt they, that, only, that only gets you so far. I, I hear you. Right, but this is not to right, ratchet right. up any pressure. Uh, this is not to say that, oh, there will be some scandal and, and Met fans. No. But eventually, you got to win a World Series. You see, the Mets right now... I, are on a stage that they're not always that they're very rarely on, and that is the, I mean, they, and that's they, the they, same they, stage they, as the Yankees. Okay, they've, they've only made the, they've only made the postseason two and three years in a row. I understand Maybe that. What three? three, uh, three four, years I think it's in their, four. In their history. I think it's four. Yeah, three it's times? it's not not many times. No, I get that. But we are judging. Right, right. So no. Yep. Go ahead. But my 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 point is, I don't think the ire of Mets fans is going to come down on Cohen because if they're consistently making the playoffs, if they're consistently winning 90-plus games, 100, it's going to come down on, you know, the Lindor haters are going to come back Matt, out. Matt, let me and ask I you mean, something, Matt. Let me, Matt, let me, yes, he will be shielded by yeah. players before they get to him. I agree with that. Uh, and he'll because, be sh- because he's because he's bringing in these guys. I agree. If these guys don't succeed, yeah. it's not necessarily on him. He's, no, no, I agree with that. I mean, I, Matt, yeah. Matt, let me ask you this, Matt. Let me give you a real example. Yeah. Let's say... So last year was really the you know a different kind of dance. There there weren't the expectations weren't like there are this year, uh, and you guys had an awesome season last year in totality. Let's say this year you still need that bat, and he right. doesn't trade for a big bat at the deadline. All right, but a few other teams do, and the Mets ultimately fall a little short. You don't think people are going to be calling us and calling everybody the fans saying, "Come on, I thought you were going for it, Steve. What happened? Why I did think, you get that bat?" I, I I think it will. But well, that's I what I'm saying. Think- in 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 the it's not going to be full bore because I I think in the back of everyone's mind he gave all out all these big contracts besides Lindor and I guess Nimmo now you know McNeil too McNeil, but yeah. a lot of money a, a lot of money's coming off the books right Scherzer's gone after a couple of years Verlander's gone after a couple of years so I think everyone in the back of their mind is thinking all right we're going to get Soto and Otani yeah well so I don't I think the hammer's going to fall. I, I, I think the hammer will fall if we don't get those guys in the offseason. Y- yeah, but I, th- I think I think I don't, think I don't think BT's. I don't think you're talking about turning you know, on Cohen. Not at no, all. No, I think you're saying at some point if things don't start, like the success doesn't start materializing, and there's a clear reason why it, it hasn't happened, and he yep. doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Then that's the adversity that you're talking about. Yeah, and and nobody's way, immune to that. Teak. It, it, it nobody just is, is what it is. It is what it is because ultimately, if you're good enough for long enough. And you're right about the back-to-back, you know, playoff. It's only happened twice in four teams, right? So it doesn't happen often. 
But that's now the expectation. Mm -hmm. And so if the Mets are going postseason, not miss, missing out on the wild card postseason, like if they if that happens, that's when criticism about the process starts to fall on Stevie Cohen. But I don't see him not addressing whatever the real issue is. I I, I just feel like he's 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 too aware of it. No, and I, money, I agree. And money is not the issue. I agree with that as well. Let's get Pat right here in Manhattan. Pat's on the fan. What's up, Pat? Yes, gentlemen. I got you off speaker there, I hope. Yeah, you got uh, you. What's up, dude? Uh, now you are. Oh, there we go. You're off speaker. Guys, I, I just want to point this out. Um, you know, there's all this talk about what Cohen has spent. He would have spent a fortune to retain. Think about all the players that left the Mets for free agency. They, lo they lost three f starting pitchers to free agency, and what they did is they signed three free, free agent pitchers. They lost to Grom, they lost Taiwan Walker, and they lost Chris Bassett. Uh -huh. They signed Senga, they signed Ver Verlander, and they signed Quintana. I, yeah, I, I think be they curious. got better. I think they got better. Well, you know what would be curious is how many wins the, the group of three that left compared to the three that they got. Well, I mean, got. DeGrom's already hurt. I don't hurt, think there's so. much difference. Well, DeGrom's already hurt, so uh, <laughs> you could uh. probably chalk that one in the favor of the He's Mets. missing 15 starts. Book it. Yeah. Well, you know, Verlander, how old is he? 40. 40, yeah. Just okay, 40. do you think he's going to make 35 starts? Uh, 31, 32, sure. He's a horse. How old is Qu How old is Quintana? 34. I think 33. Oh, he's 34? Yep. I was going to say 33. 34. Yep. And Senga, for all his promise, has never pitched in the major league. And Nor has he pitched more than once a week, and that's a big transition. Different baseball in terms of the frequency. No, I I, I, I think that was a good signing, but I, I need to – I'm intrigued by Senga, but I've obviously got to see him pitch. Yeah. Like, but, really But, pitch. guys, I mean, yeah, and they lost guys in the bullpen, so they saw – you know, everyone's thinking he's spending all this money. He would have had to pay a fortune to retain all the players that left. Yeah, but don't forget, uh, they have a they they are so. We talked about this a couple days ago. They are so deep with their starting potential starting rotation because you're talking about <clears throat> these guys who haven't you know you know from Sanga etc. But let's not forget Carlos Carrasco is still on the squad, and now he's he's older as well. But Tyler McGill, he's been a starter. He's got to you know prove himself again. I believe David Peterson. He's still in this conversation. They got, they got a lot of options mm -hmm. should they need to, I don't know, temporarily replace somebody. Or, as we speculated last week, go to a six-man rotation for a week. Now, do the, but do they there. have the bats to sustain that? That No. I think the issue is – the question has always been the bats. It's it's always been that. Right? I know that Vogelback lost, what, 25 pounds? That, that means nothing. But so what, what? Exactly. Was he playing shortstop? That's my point. What is, is, as Big Zoo said, what does that do for him? He's not playing He's not being playing first base. He look a little bit better. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to impact his game. You know, I, I, and I give him credit for getting getting in shape. I, I respect that. But I don't. it's not like... Um, yeah, the power is where know, like the Jokic question coming is. back 25 pounds thinner and all suddenly yacked, uh, you all yoked up for the... You know, for the Denver Nuggets, mm -hmm. I don't see that happen. Like, well, okay, what's Vogelback going to do? Hit twelve home runs? Yeah, what's he going to do? Exactly. It's not. It's not helping him in in that sense. They still need power, and unless I don't know, Marte stays healthy the whole season. He's thirty four. Yeah, right. And, and coming off surgery, you're coming off surgery. I like him though. And Kana is. Uh, I know he bulked up a little bit. I read that article the other day, and he's looking for more home runs he's, this year. He's also thirty four. I mean, he is. They, no, he is. Like they got a they got an old win now roster. Yeah. Right? It's That's not, true. not old like Angel, no, no, but no, it's, just, it's an older win now roster. Now there's some kids coming, but are they gonna be ready? And are they worth, you know, stealing roster spots for someone who can probably be more productive? It's just it's just a lot of questions. It's gonna be intriguing. Off the mound 
for this Mets team. Yep. Big Zoo just handed us this. Uh, Phil Reagan, remember him? The old pitching coach for the Mets? That was with Brody. I, mean, I shouldn't call him old. I didn't even, I, I meant like the former. Because he might sue me as well. <laughs> uh, he is suing the Mets. All right. Uh, claiming the lawsuit filed. The only reason he was booted from this job is because he's old. I mean, I, you know, it's going to leave it at that. He's not young. I think we can, we can, we can say that. Uh, age is subjective. Mm-hmm. Somewhat. It's all about how you feel. He's a baseball lifer, so I've got great respect for him. 85 years old. Uh, but he's suing the Mets, so uh, we'll see where this goes. Just uh, did I miss anything there? Uh, oh, Zoo, I got the details right. It's pretty much it. Nothing else, right? Nothing else. No, right? he pretty much nailed it. I okay. mean, it's just it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully it just goes away, and hopefully he's left. I mean, listen, in all seriousness, the last thing you want to see is somebody that age having a bitterness or something um, mm-hmm. that they feel compelled to file suit on. Yeah, he was eighty-two when he was fired. This is the yeah. controversy you're talking about, BT, with yeah. Stevie Cohen. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. This is this is um, no, no. I know this. Forget about Stevie. I mean, this is just uh, I don't know something that the zoo handed me, and I don't mm. think I need to say anything else on but it the rest of the but day. Aren't you aren't you at will employees? I mean, at the end of the yeah, day, there's ageism, and I'm not saying that there is, but oh, if there I know is, that, but... then you can still file a suit. I mean, I can file a suit against you. I mean, this is how crazy some lawsuits are. I can file, and I might if you don't watch it. Mm. I can file something against I said Dickie. you didn't cut your hair the right way? He No, no. He he disparaged my opinion. <laughs> Tiki disparaged my opinion on the air, which weakened my presence and believability uh, with the audience. Well, I'm counter, I'm countersuing you for which false accusations. Which compromised my earning power. I'm, compro- I'm, 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 I'm re-suing <laughs> you for false accusations. Okay. <laughs> so we'll call it even, zero, zero. Even easier. All right. So we'll still work together? Yeah, we can. There good. you go. 877-337-6666. Joel, uh, he's down in West Palm Beach, Florida. What's up, Joel? Hey, guys. How are you today? We're good, Joel. Right. What's up, dude? Yeah, listen, first of all, I wanted I wanted to discuss the Mets and Stevie Cohn. Right? Yep. He had a mission state his mission statement was we are gonna build our farm system and and right now we're gonna augment the 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 major league roster with free agents. The Mets right now don't have a big talent base down in the minor league. True? Uh, fairly true. I, mean, I don't know what they have in the lower it, levels. I'd be like, ask might, Kevin that. But. I, I would say they're a little top-heavy, but yeah. I mean, I'll take yeah. your word for it. Keep going. So his mission statement was to build his team like the Dodgers. That means building the minor league system, which is weak right now. It's in the, I think it's in the top 20 in Major League Baseball. Yeah. So, so in the meantime, he said he was going to buy free agents. But what has he done? He, he he signed Verlander and Scherzer to short-term contracts, okay. knowing eventually he's going to have the young pitching coming up through the system. Yeah. Right? He re-signed his own player in Brandon Nimmo. Okay. Who, who got more money than anybody ever expected. Okay. Yeah, I agree right? with that. I mean, I, I like Nimmo. I don't love him. I'm happy he's, yeah. he's a Met, but he's, I don't know if he's, you know, he's, he's slightly, you know, he's okay. He's fine. Yeah, we, we signed Jeff McNeil. Yeah, well, we know what they did. What's the point, though? They, he brought in Lindor. So what are you getting at? Yeah, I'm getting at the fact that eventually this team is going to be run through their minor league system. Eventually we're going to have the players we bring up. Okay. Right now he's spending the money because we have no choice. Okay. We want to be competitive. 
this is what he has to do. No, of course. And is that? Yeah, but what's I mean, wrong with that? Yeah, I'm not sure. Are you happy with that? Or sad? I, 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 think, I, your, I, I think that's fantastic, right? Yeah. Right. Right, but 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 I think I think other owners should do this. I think other owners who are bitching and moaning because he's spending the money are are just upset because they either don't want to or don't have the means to bridge. They're all billionaires. They're all billionaires. Uh, Not all. Not all of them. Not all of them. There are two that aren't. Well, the Reds, I think, is worth four hundred million. Whatever. Nobody cares about the finances. The bottom line is we care about the Yanks and the Mets, Joel, and the Mets are spending and the Yanks are spending. They don't want to get spend the money. And Stevie back Cohen does. And George Steinbrenner, back in the day, he spent the money. And owners bitched and complained. Sorry for my language. It's all good. Right, right. And, and, and I'm sure Yankee fans were thrilled with it. Loved it. Right. Loved it. Now Yankee fans are not so thrilled that the Mets are the ones spending the money. Well, it's not. I'm going to correct you on one thing there, Joel. It's not that, and I don't. I don't want to speak for all Yankee fans. I think I've got a, a decent representation of what Yankee fans, at least the grounded ones, are thinking. Yeah. I, I, we don't have an issue with Stevie Cohen spending it at all. Matter of fact, it's awesome. Like I love it. I think it's great for mm-hmm. New York baseball. Uh, I think. I it's, think it should be the model for a lot of these guys who have the means to do it. Right? Yeah, and you're starting to see some of the Padres spending money they yeah. don't have. Yeah, this, Padres are spending. Right? Yep. The, the Rangers. Toronto spending, spending a little money. bit here. Yep. Yeah, no, I hear the Rangers. Even last year, going back mm-hmm. with Seager and Simeon. I, I just think it's not a not a Yankee Met thing. It's I have an issue with the way my team is spending its money. Like it's one thing to spend. I don't love the way they're allocating the resources. I don't think it's been proper allocation. I don't like the third you're baseman. Talking the, you're talking Yankee, about the Yankees. because you asked me. You said yeah, about yeah. the Yankees. Yeah. I don't like the third baseman. Don't like the left fielder. Don't like the catching situation. Not sure DJ is going to make it through the season. I'd probably trade Galeber Torres. They got holes. I don't know who the closer is. I mean, so these are legitimate questions I have about the Yankees, but that's inde- completely independent of of how, at least how I view what the Mets are doing. I love what the Mets are doing because I think what's good for you know New York baseball and by extension the Yankees it, it, is to have the Mets very good and very aggressive and very competitive because on some level it's got to inspire you know, how to do something. Listen, if the Mets, I, I can't prove this, but if the Mets were wallowing. Say they're coming off a 78-win season, you know, their finances, ninth highest payroll, 11th, whatever. I'm not so sure that Hal would have won out and gotten um, Rodon. Yeah. Rodon. I always yeah. say his name wrong. Yeah. I guess I got to yeah. learn by the season. Rodon. Rodon. Right? Rodon. Hal. I mean, um, Hal. Jeez. Dove, is that right? I don't know yet either. Rodon. You're the, you're the producer. Rodon. You're the, I don't know the roster. It's, I not mean, Ro- it's not Rodon. I we, think it's Rodon. We had him on. I know. Oh, we did. <laughs> Did we not say his last name? I'm sure I... Uh... I believe it's Rodan. Oh, you're going to roll that R. Like Rodan. it very nicely done. Rodan. See, that's a Catholic school thing right there. you got to roll the R's Rodan. early. He knows. Oh, baby. You know what it is. Hey, that's like 11 years of uh, you know, <laughs> Spanish for me. <laughs> got to roll Big, them. Big Zoo likes Spanish on the tongue, for he sure. Does. Oh. He does. <laughs> I think it is Rodan. Who does Rodan. Rodan. <laughs> Carlos Rodan. Oh, he'll probably end up being like, nah, it's Rodan. <laughs> I know. I look like a joke. By the way, I'm looking at the updated. Rodan. Uh, the updated since, you know, we got called out on this. And I just haven't looked at it what? recently. The updated farm systems. Uh, the Mets are seventh. Yeah, he said, uh, listen, the day that I get called out on the air for not knowing somebody in the farm system outside of the top prospect is the day I really don't care. all of last year, they had the top prospect. Uh, I'm not worried about some kid in April hitting 212. I I, I don't care. He is now the third 
prospect in Major League Baseball, Francisco Alvarez. Uh, oh, he's, he's a, dropping. He's still, he's, he's still a top prospect. Now, what, the, what is the impetus behind the shifting of two slots? I, I have no idea. A few at bats down in Atlanta? Yeah. I mean, what yeah. are we doing it's, here? It's it's some, it seems what I mean. It's somebody else finally getting, uh, I don't know, Gunnar Henderson is now the top prospect in all of Major League Baseball for the Baltimore Orioles. Number two is... Boy, they got some kids coming. Third the baseman, Orioles have some prospects. Third baseman and shortstop, so middle infielder. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's number two? Corbin Carroll. Where's Volpe? Seven? I think I think it's so. so Volpe, Volpe was seven. is five. All right, Volpe's still in top five. I was, I was I tell you, I was watching Volpe take ground. Anyway, my yesterday. point is oh, the Mets. The Mets are are seventh. Yeah. overall farm system. Yeah, so the Calder is completely not not horrible. It's fantastic. Exactly. You'd love to be top ten every year. Um, I was watching Volpe take rounders at shortstop, mm-hmm. and I told you they had Volpe and IKF on one field, and then they had uh, Cabrera and Peraza oh, yeah. on the other. You said this. And I really got to kind of watch some of this when I got home yesterday. I, IKF, he, he better not be the opening day shortstop. I, mm-hmm. The path to the – it was a camera angle you don't see on TV. It was almost like – imagine a, imagine a camera station halfway on down the right field line peering directly at shortstop so you can see how the fielder attacks the baseball. Yeah. And, like, I even tell the kids, I'm like, attack the ball. You can't let it play you. You got to yeah. go get it. Get it on the big hop. Get do, it before it eats you up. It's such a weird, like, aggressive, unpolished. It's it's like a third baseman. You're going to have to show me because I can't visualize it. I think Volpe's got a real chance to make this team. Mm -hmm. I really do. Dodgers are number one. Orioles, BT, are number two. The St. Louis Cardinals are number three. The Guardians are number four. The Guardians. And the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're always up there. Pirates. (laughs) Number five. Imagine being a Pirates fan right now. Like, what are you talking? I don't know. The, the Penguins talking a little Penguins, maybe, I guess. Yeah, you could talk about maybe what the returns you're going to get on those prospects Ugh. in the system, you know, in God. five years. Mm. I mean, what are they doing in Pittsburgh? Are they talking about Brian Reynolds every day? It's honestly, they do. I, I Probably. feel so bad for that area. No, because me too. I have so many friends that are over there, so many Pittsburgh fans that are my friends, you know, being West in Virginia kid, yeah. Exactly. So, like, I know how much they care. And it, and it. Are they talking just, football right now? Yeah. They're mm. talking football straight up, wow. and that's it. Maybe a little pit basketball because they're looking pretty good. You know what? They have had a pretty good season. Yeah, out of nowhere too. They were they. I mean, they were good for a long time with Jamie Dixon. Long time. A lot yep. of New York kids were on that team. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Levance Fields from Zavarian. A lot of kids that uh, they were they were good. And then he went out to TCU. They dropped. Um, and yeah, they have had a good. But the ACC is weak this year. ACC is really it's weird. Terrible. It's a really weird year for college basketball in general. I mean, Virginia, I have not enjoyed Virginia it at all. is not nah. dominant at St. all. St. John's has done and nothing and this year. And they're sixth. Virginia is not dominant at all. Yeah, they're sixth. They're sixth. That just tells you all you need to know about the ACC. I'm Duke so is having a bad season. North Carolina's having yeah, a bad season. Yeah, North Carolina's season. Syracuse. Mm. Yeah, it's bad. Saint Yankees are 17th, John. by Saint the John's way. St. killing me, dude. I thought this was going to be the year. <laughs> Blue Bloods no more, baby. Yeah. Uh, thanks in. for the memo. I've only been doing the games for 20 years. The 20 <laughs> years I've been doing them, they haven't been Blue Bloods. Trust me. I'm well aware. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> All right. 877-337-6666. Dove, uh, you're a proud St. John's alum. What do you think about the Johnny's basketball situation? I know if, you dialed in. If you say they're not great... How can I argue? (laughs) Hey, we're going all in coming up next. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.